Hey there, I'm Sarita, and you're about to experience the modern approach to well-being where you get to establish the best and most important relationship you will ever have, the one with yourself. I'm on a mission to help you declutter energy and reclaim your power so you can be a magnet to what you desire. If you're looking for the optimal blend of mindset and healing, you're in the right place. My goal in this podcast is to share tools, resources, and practices that will help you along your healing journey. I'm so excited to be here with you today. So welcome to Back to Here with Sarita. Let's get started. Hey you and welcome back to another episode of Back to Here with Sarita. I'm so excited for you to be here. I am your host Sarita and uh, we have another self-embrace story here today. And as usual, I absolutely love these episodes because I get to connect with some amazing women to hear about their stories around self-love and coming home to themselves and their authenticity. And today I have an amazing guest that I've actually connected with before, and her name is Vanessa Castillo. She is a soulful and creative entrepreneur, founder of the Rich Girl Mindset and VCV Agency. She inspires individuals to embrace their authentic selves. Vanessa serves as a life and business coach, mentor, speaker, and talk show host, and she creates alignment between mind, body, soul, and purpose, and empowering positive shifts. Vanessa, I'm so stoked to have you here today and connect with you again. Um, I think we originally connected, sheesh, like over a year and a half ago, two years ago when I was doing Instagram Lives, and I just reached out to you because I like love your colorful life and just like what you display on your uh, not just displaying on your Instagram, but like who you be in this world. That's like so colorful and amazing. So thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Out there. <laughs> I have been, I appreciate that. I've been told that actually that I have like a very like calming, soothing voice. So I really love doing like meditations and hypnosis for people. So like, um, yeah, hopefully I don't have like a podcast face. Like I have a podcast voice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a good job. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super super excited to have you be here today. Um, as you know, like these episodes are about like self-embrace coming home to self and like, you know, that that story. It's a very like um it, you know, it's a very large topic, self-love, but um I would love to hear from you because you are like such an amazing, beautiful human being doing some amazing work in your community and Miami. And um, also just like have a lot of light. So I would love to kind of hear, you know, in a nutshell, like how you came to be where you are now with like um, not only the business, but as a person. I know it's like a really huge question, but what's your self-love story, girl? (laughs) Whoa, how did I get here? It's definitely a journey. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So I like to start off by saying, because people who see me now today and they like see how I'm showing up and all of these ways, they think that it's like something that just comes supernaturally to me or that this is like how I was as a child or, you know, because there are children who are just like naturally born that way, right? But that's not the case with me. Like I definitely had to break out of different shells to become this person. And I think it had a lot to do with like, that journey of like finding finding yourself uh dating yourself getting to know yourself um fostering yourself like you gotta like there's uh, there's so much that you have to do for yourself in order to get to that level of like Mm -hmm. okay this is who i am take it or leave it you know (laughs) right and um there's a lot of power in that i guess when you get to that to that level um but how did i get here imagine to do so (laughs) um (laughs) Okay, so as a child, I was, I like to say that I was very timid and like shy and like I did not have a voice for myself. Like I did think, I would think a lot and, and, but I just never said things out loud, you know? Um, uh, growing up, I like, I started dating someone at 14 years old and then we broke up at 21. So just to give you like, that, oh, this wow. is a nutshell, a nutshell story, right? Yeah. Um, not giving too much detail, but obviously that was formative years in your life, right? And so then all of a sudden at 21, it like gets, you know, removed. And then you're like, what now? So I say that at 21 is when I really started getting to know myself, right? Obviously, there are a lot of things that are 
um, at the core, you know, they're there. They've always been there. And people that have known me for years, uh, they say, they're like, no, you've always had that. Like, that's always been with you. Obviously, in, like, close circles or whatever. But so at 21 is when I really started to date myself. I really started to see, like, what does Vanessa like? Um, what? Who is Vanessa? Like, you know, all of these questions that you start asking mm-hmm. yourself about yourself. And then so I did that for five years. And that journey, I think, looks different for everybody. Like the whole getting to know yourself journey. Yes. Um, you know, there's different routes, different things to do, different, just different, different, different for everybody, right? Different strokes for different folks, we'll say. Um, but so in those years, so that was 21 to 26 that I kind of did that, right? In those years, I graduated college. I went to school for visual communications. Um because of visual communications, I also started stepping out of my like shell because I was doing photography and videography and whatever. I was just like, I had to connect with people on a deeper level, right? Which I've always loved to do. I've always had a curiosity for people, a love for people, like just naturally, um, an acceptance for people. So it made sense that the camera was like this tool that kind of allowed me to break out of my own shell. So then fast forward, I started my business like right after college, not because I wanted to, but because I just, it just happened. You know, I tried getting jobs. It didn't work out. I guess I took it for a sign. I was like, I have a good portfolio. I might as well do the damn thing. So I started like helping like people and businesses with photo, video stuff, visual storytelling, very like human-ish, you know, like it wasn't just, I'm not just a videographer and I'm not just a photographer. Like I used to call myself a visual storyteller, you know? (laughs) So I'm always like giving something like, a title more than what it is because I feel like there's more to me than that title. Mm, and then you can step into that too. It's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so then I became a photographer, videographer that kind of got lonely. I started realizing like, man, I want, you know, I miss being in a team. Like I used Community. to be a cheerleader, a competitive cheerleader at that. So I do have like competitive tendencies. Mm, um, but okay. the point is, is that I used, I met, you know, I'm like a team person. So I miss being in a team. Entrepreneurship gets lonely. Being a creative entrepreneur gets lonely. Uh, just in general, this shit could get lonely. So I was like, let me start an agency. Like, it's time to grow. So I did that. <laughs> I started a BCV agency, which, you know, we help businesses with their online presence and their branding and their content marketing. But again, humanizing the brand, uh, connecting with their community. Like, it's not just the title, like at the surface, right? So then, fast forward, that was, so we started the business by myself, 2011, 2012, 2015, I started the agency. 2018, I was like, I want to step out of my own comfort zone. I know so many cool women. I want to still do visual storytelling, but I want to change it up. So I'm like, I'm going to step in front of the camera. And I started like the talk show. And it was like, people like, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Oprah, whatever, like type of thing, right? So I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm really liking this. But now I'm like, I want the people that I'm interviewing to meet each other. So then that's how the Rich Girl Mindset grew into a community. And now it's like this, what I'm trying to make it a global community. Right now we're international or whatever. We have members all over, you know, spread out. That's um, so amazing. But yeah, it's like, it's it's cool to see the evolving story. Like me and my mom were just having dinner the other day and I'm here telling her how like, I want to get into like being an event MC and like, like just getting more like out there as a speaker and she's and then I'm like who would have ever thought right and she's like who would have ever thought (laughs) I love that I would have never imagined you as um a child that was like introverted and didn't talk a lot I just I never you're just such such a colorful human being like I would have never um you know never believed that and so like with that being said, you know, for people that are coming out of their shell or wanting to like do something, you know, that uh, so different that goes against like what their characteristics have been sort of defined as, like what were some like key things that you did to be able to like really step into that? I, I know you said mentioned something where you're like creating like a more colorful title than, you know, what it really was is just kind of like embellish like what it you know like the personality and the and the characteristics of like who it is you wanted to represent but like what are some other ways that you like were able to really step into this it starts and I'm glad that you said um define because I think that that's what happens like as a kid 
you're you like maybe you show um tendencies of something but then what happens is like the adults in your life start telling you that that you're shy or that you're this or that you're that so then you kind of like start believing it and you kind of start stepping in that role right and i am very much a chameleon like i very much can become whatever is like around or near i'm a very like energy type of person so if there's like a really loud person overpowering the room like I'm gonna just step back and let them have it like you know what I mean so it's 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 all energy so I think that that's what happened it was a self-awareness it was like at some point I started realizing like I'm not that you know and I'm not just that and I think where the flip for me was um I would go to events and people would introduce me as a photographer and while I am a badass photographer I'm not just a photographer Right. And like I bring so much more to the table as a photographer, but also as like uh, a like just a a visionary, a person who thinks differently. Like I'm like the person who like if you're saying this, I'm giving you the other side of the coin, and I'm like shifting your perspective, and I'm making you think differently. So whatever the word is for that, you know. <laughs> um. So that, I don't know. I just I guess I felt at some point that like damn, these people are defining me as this one thing, and I don't want to be defined as this one thing. Like I hate being put in a box. Um, so I started, I, I said to myself, well, now I got to show them who I am then, you know, if it's bothering me, that means that I'm not that. And I think that that's where the self-awareness comes into play, right? It's like, if it doesn't feel good, then that means that something's off and I have to do something to fix that. So whether it's stepping out of my comfort zone in some way, whether it's whatever that looks like, you, there's, you got to like find it and then just do it, you know? And it's scary, like... <laughs> I do watch videos of me from, like, when I first started, like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go on, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just talk to people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to use my voice. Like, I sounded different. Like, so many things, you know? My friend left me a voicemail the other day, and he's like, it's time to change your voicemail. Like, when did you when did you record that? <laughs> because you sound like a child. <laughs> like, oh, how crazy. Number one, I was a child. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> but number two, like, he's right. Like, I didn't, ha- I hadn't developed my that throat chakra yeah i hadn't like opened it up you know and i think that that's important and then it all comes i again from self-awareness like you got to really sit down with yourself and have that conversation of like all right so who are you like what do you what do you want to be in this world you know i love that just a photographer no yeah i love (laughs) that and it's something that i actually talk to my clients about a lot and it's like identity shifting right like i kind of threw that out there at the beginning but it's like this uh, this concept of like creating the identity of the person that you actually want to be, which is actually more of your authentic self, you know, mm-hmm. like when you're creating, I know Beyonce did that where she was like creating like an alternate ego when she's on stage because it was like um, becoming the essence of the person that she desires to be, right? And so it was like utilizing this alter ego to become um, the badass woman that she really is. And I love that because um, that's like, you know, I've, I've talked to clients about this. I've talked to people about this. Like, just like how you said, we've been projected these like beliefs about ourselves for pretty much our whole lives. If it comes from our caretakers, our teachers, like all these things. And it's just like kind of putting us more into like a box than Mm -hmm. we want to be. And so when we, sit down and we we discover like, okay, this is the person that I, I'm not this person anymore, right? Like for me, the biggest shift recently, I just want to share this super quick. The biggest shift for me was like, this happened within the last like month and a half, where I realized that I was uh, playing out an identity of a woman that needed validation like over and over again from a, um, a significant other. And I realized it was like playing out from my relationship with my mother. And so I was like, oh my God, this is an identity, a person that I have been for so long. And now I get to, now that I realize that I don't want to be that person anymore, who is the version of Sarita I desire to be, right? And it's like the confident woman, the one that actually like shines, the one that like is in conviction with her authenticity, all this stuff, and not trying to seek validation from somebody else to become a version of myself for them and not for me, right? So I think that's like so beautiful that um, that you discover that and really stepped into that and um, were able to like really embrace that aspect of your life. That's so, that's so amazing. 
for example, like I get broken up with at 21, my whole life has is now like shifted or whatever. It's like, what what now? Um, but that that was the blessing in disguise, right? Getting broken up with because I mean, who knows? The same shit probably would have laid out the you know the story probably would have been the same. But at the end of the day, it played out the way that it played out because it needed to play out that way. Exactly. And then not only that, but then I moved out of my mom's house like two years after that. 23 because i'm like okay it's time to get out of here like i gotta you know i gotta step into myself um and i remember there was this conversation it was 2013 and i wanted to dye my hair um pink like like magenta like all of it and my mom was like are you sure you want to do that because i had already been in business for like two years you know like at least whatever doing my thing you know as a photographer and a videographer getting out there (laughs) she's like are you sure you want to do that it it's not very professional, blah, blah, blah. And one day, whatever, like, I didn't even tell her. I just did it, and I just showed up at her house one day with, like, magenta-ass hair. And, dude, I painted my hair vivid colors for seven years. So, to the, like, at the, all the main years of my business, pretty much, you know? <laughs> like, and I'll tell you what. Because of my hair, because I was authentic, and because I was myself, and because I was, I would curse, and because I just... I did, I was just myself. Like, I didn't have, I wasn't afraid to be myself because I knew that in being myself, I can be a magnet and I can actually attract the people that would, that I would want to be around. Like, as a business owner, I'm not trying to work with everybody because everybody's not for me. So I'm going to make myself what I need to be so that the right people come to me and then we can create magic in that way because it's all energy. I love that. And um, that's just, it's something that so many of us women, I know, I feel like I've had this conversation with you and like many other women before where it's like we've been nurtured and told to be like something so um, apart from ourselves. And so like, so fragmented, right? And it's like, that's the thing about losing our power. So I kind of want to talk about that. Like, it's like this, this, um, I like getting into like more woo stuff, but it's like, so it's a, like a fragmented piece of ourselves when we're giving our power to the belief that someone else has or the belief that someone else has or this belief that the, our parents have or whatever. It's just like we're fragmenting ourselves so much more and disconnecting from so much more than who we are authentically are. And that's why like, I mean, that's why I'm like so much into like mindset and like shifting and like creating like our own a bit abundance from internally because it's like we have all the answers we have all the things inside but we've been nurtured we've been talked to we've been like basically uh um educated to like not be that for so long and that's the rich girl mindset that's amazing that's crazy you just like in a nutshell just said it like it we do have it within and it's about tapping into that and like really getting serious with ourselves to see like how can I authentically show up in this world in a way that feels good to me? Because when it feels good to me, it's going to help feel good to everybody else. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, it's a yeah. ripple effect. So yeah. yes. that's why I'm all about self, 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 self. Like, I don't think it's selfish to be selfish. <laughs> I agree. I fully agree. And, you know, this is the thing. We live in an age right now is like talking, having conversations with one of my clients yesterday. Um, we are living in the age right now where we have, we're in the information age. Like there's so much effing information out there. Like go on YouTube, go on TikTok. I mean, there's influencers, there's books. I mean, you go in the self-help spiritual books, like, you know, everything, there's like hundreds and thousands of, of things. And so there's not a lack of information. Yeah. So there's not a lack of information out there. And I actually really like that we live in an information age because, it gives so much more awareness, sheds so much awareness on things like this. Like it's okay to be like, it's not selfish to be selfish. It's not selfish to like have self-love. It's not selfish to like feed your soul. It's not selfish. It's not selfish. Selfish. (laughs) Selfish. (laughs) It's not selfish to fill up your cup and do your things and have the boundaries and all the things. As long as your intentions, like I'm really big about intentions, right? Yep. I'm not about like the intention of like, oh, I'm hurt and I'm like, you know, wounded. I'm going to like be like, you know, fuck you. I don't want to talk to you kind of thing. Um, but just from the intention aspect. And so the 
so the beauty of having all this information, which is amazing, we're having these like conversations. The flip side of that is that some people, actually a lot of people, of course, like we're creating a demographic of people that are so interested in like what other people have to say that they're not like focusing on themselves, themselves. which I absolutely love that you're doing the rich, uh, you know, the rich girl mindset because it allows people to have spaces where they can come home to themselves because again, we've like are living in this age where there's so much just like, and tapping into like intuitive things. So I wanted to ask you because this is a program a little bit more on the healing and woo and like, you know, manifestation side. And I know you're totally into that too, which I love that dynamic because you're like, you know, have this like boss girl mentality. And then you're also into like the spiritual aspect of things too and the manifestation because we've had conversations on that too. But um, when it comes to like, you know, your journey and things like that, and when you're like doing your, um, you know, in your communities and things, the the aspect of our intuition and tapping like into that part, like how does that kind of play into like, you know, how you function as like a business owner and how you navigate life and everything and trusting and kind of building up that muscle that of course we weren't taught at a younger age. Since I talked to a lot of like entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs, um, I find a common thread, right? It's like this, the common thread is that, what you just said, like we pour so much into others and into our communities and into our business and into everything that is for everybody else. And it might be for us too. Cause like our business is for us, right? Like all these things are for us. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like we're lacking the pouring into self. Right. <laughs> so what I, what I practice and preach a lot in the rich girl mindset is that whole connection between mind, body, soul, and purpose. Love it. Right. Because there is like you do have to have this alignment and you have to consciously do this these things right because there is the conscious and the subconscious and the subconscious rules a lot of of the time we don't even notice right like for example breathing like this is something that gives us life literally but when was the last time that you not you in general but like the general you right <laughs> that you like sit down and you actually like focus on your breathing and you realize like wow you're breathing like it's almost like we take our breath for granted right and that's like totally the smallest thing that gives us life <laughs> so yeah. it's these like these moments of like giving back to yourself which is why i love the whole self-love talk and like all these things that you're always doing because it's important, like the nurturing yourself in these ways and being conscious about it and doing it intentionally and not making excuses for not doing it is where the, the changes happen, the transformations, you know, like otherwise you're just there sitting, saying the same old story, the same old song and dance and like nothing is nothing is changing. And then you're just creating this reality for yourself that you're not happy with, but you're creating it. So... <laughs> I think that that's the whole the whole thing is like mind there's mind there's body there's soul and then there's like now when I align that everything starts to clear up in a way where like you're like this is my purpose and now I'm going to stand in it. Yes. Yes, so true. And so with that and for some people that may be listening to this and you know cuz I have a a wide variety of different audiences from people that, you know, work nine to fives, people that are in careers, people that like entrepreneurs, like I just have a lot of different people. And the thing about, I think is interesting about purpose. I want you to talk about purpose a little bit more because I think we've been, have this belief where purpose is like, what is, what am I meant to do here in this lifetime? Like, what am I, what's my impact? What's my like legacy? You know, what's like, it can be really scary, right? This like, oh my right. God, this purpose. Like I'm not like- Yeah, you're like me. giving it this grandiose- Right, like, this grandiose thing. That, like you don't even know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and so when I was working in a corporate position, I was like very unhappy with like what I was doing. I mean, I knew that I was like impacting lives in a certain way, but not in the way that I really wanted to. So I took it upon myself to like try to visualize a way that I could impact in a positive way within my nine to five. It didn't really light me up, but I just exactly. made it more exciting by, by trying to live more in purpose in that. So for people that may be listening, um, when it comes to like purpose and this like, um, you know, this alignment of, 
of all the mind, body, soul that you're talking about, like what exactly, like when you are talking to, you know, the, the women that are in your, in your groups and your communities and things like that, when it comes to purpose, like what is, um, you know, what is that for somebody that's just kind of like, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know what that is. Like, I'm still trying to figure that out. I ask one simple question. Do you feel happy? Like straight up, like, yeah. For real, there's it's such a like happiness. Like, what is that, right? Yeah, let's get to that. All right, what is happiness? I'll tell you what happiness is. Happiness, inner happiness, inner joy, inner peace. All of these things are this. Um, it's this inner. Uh, what is it like? Something that's it's a it's a core. It's a strength that no matter what is going on, because life is. Number one, life is unpredictable. Life is up and down. Life is the yin and the yang. Life is, there's so much going on with life, right? That it's like, at mm-hmm. some point, you have to have that inner core strength that just can get you through X, Y, B, Z, C, D, right? So mm-hmm. finding your purpose, I think, is discovering that personal like compass in life, right? Is figuring out what nice. does make me happy because I know a ton of people who are in nine to fives who love what they do. Yes. And they're happy and they know the boundaries and they know when to shut off the computer and they know when to go home and they have that work life balance and they have their little family and they travel and they do these things and they they're standing in their purpose. And then I know people who are have nine to fives who are just they're miserable. They don't like it. And they're settling. And this is like this is a thing that we do in society. We conform. We just conform Mm -hmm. to what we think we need to do. And because we're secure we're just going to stay there. But who's to say that there isn't another opportunity that's not just as secure, maybe better, pays more, values you as a person, hears you out, makes you feel known, seen, and heard. Like, there's so many ways that you can feel good in different environments. I think that's just what it's about is, like, am I feeling good? Do I feel aligned? Do I feel fulfilled? Like, am I doing all the things in all of these aspects of life to feel fulfilled? Right. I love that. That's that's so key. That's what I'm about too. Like with um, you know, stepping into my new role as an inner wealth uh, wellness. Um, I'm really into that, the inner wealth, because um, when we think of wealth, we think of like you know monetary value and stuff. And I'm like, well, right. inner wealth wellness is like this, this understanding that you have the power within you to create and to create whatever it is that you have in your existence. So if you are very simply like not happy then there's something that needs a shift, right? And explore um, things. And right? explore things. Exactly. Um, test the water. Test the waters, yeah. And also to kind of going back a little bit where I was saying, and you were kind of reflecting on this too, is like finding joy in like, finding joy in the mundane because the little things the little things because if we can't find joy in the mundane how the fuck are we gonna find the joy in the profane i think that's the opposite word right so it's like the money the traveling the community like all the things aren't going to when you have all that stuff isn't going to light you up unless you actually find it within yourself to create joy in like the mundane right so I think that's so fascinating where it's like the quick response because this is what we've been told the quick response is that if I just had more money if I just didn't have this or if if, I just had yeah right it's always this this future painting that like no right exactly now there's only now so really we need to find the happiness and the joyfulness in the now exactly regardless of anything because then it'll all unfold later exactly yeah that's like that ah, i'm like why 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 are we thinking about the future like yeah yes think about the future in a very like you know we like exciting way or whatever but not in a way that's like Oh, what if this and what if this and when I get this and when I change my apartment and when I get the boyfriend and when I get this. Like, Mm -hmm. no, come on. There's so much beauty. And I love that you said that because I every day I I post something that's like just random or whatever. And I always hashtag it's the simple things because it is like whether it's the freaking sunset or the beauty. Like even sometimes it's rain and it's beautiful. Like 
you know, there's just like beauty all around. And I think that it's important to kind of like open your eyes and yourself to that around you, right? Like it's, again, it's an energy and we need to like be more open to the beauty and the stuff that's around us so that when the shitty shit happens, because the shitty shit's going to happen, yeah. we can kind of like, you know, accept it a little more because it's all exactly. about accepting. Also, to the purpose thing, um, I wanted to say that I forgot to say that it's never set in stone. Um, because right. I think we're like, we're always evolving in different ways. So like, you know, me, like, oh, true. let's say like me becoming a photographer was already me stepping out of my comfort zone. Cause I was a shy person. Right. Then me becoming a talk show host was me stepping out of my comfort. So it's always like an evolution mm-hmm. of different things. And it can be found in like different, like unexpected places, like during conversations, different, different things spark inspiration in different ways and like clarity and like, you know, epiphanies, if you will. I agree. I agree. And I truly believe that um, with with that, like <clears throat> my one of my biggest breakthroughs over the last couple of years was somebody that uh, said something to me very simply because we constantly are looking for clarity in things. We're like when we get um, when we talk to a friend, when we go to the therapist, when we go like when we have a coaching session, when we go to that leadership conference. It's just like we're constantly seeking like clarity, clarity, clarity. What's the next step? What's the next step? And clarity, like someone said to me simply, she was like, clarity is not the end game. Clarity is basically like your compass. Like you said, I like the compass. Points you in the direction that you need to go in the moment. And like I beautifully believe that like our desires within us are like basically our compass. Our desires point us forward to like where we need to go next. And that's the beauty of like – and that, you know – goes with like the self-trust thing, which is also a big part of like what I'm all about. And the name of my podcast is Back to Here, right? So it's like back to here, back to this place where we can like trust ourselves and know that we have the power and know that we have the inner inner like knowing and intuition and like to be able to move forward in those like next steps, right? It's a journey, right? Like, that's a journey. When you think of a journey, a journey is a journey. Like, you never know when it ends. It's just, you know, it's ever going. It's everlasting. It's a, it's a journey. It's fun. But when you think of a journey, you think exciting, adventurous, we, you know? So I think that that's life. Like, we have to think of it as this adventurous, fun, unknowing journey yes. that is just unfolding before us. And you have to, like, open yourself up to these, like, different things. Uh, I you got to say yes more. Go to go to that event that you would never go to. Go by yourself. If you if you want to go and you don't have somebody to go with you, uh, uh, just, I don't know, go eat lunch by yourself, you know? Uh, tap into your inner child and do the things that used to make you happy as a child. Like, there's so many things because you never know, right? Like, I've met yeah. people in such random places that I'm like... How cool. Even if it was just like to like have a good conversation. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. And um, thanks, just life. to throw, right? <laughs> and just to throw a little woo out there. I, I thought about this the other day. I was like, you know, the thing about like our belief in needing to know like the next step, needing to know like what's on the script, right? Like we have this like that vision of the future of like when is it going to happen? What's... I truly believe that the universe, the universe uh, reveals itself on a need-to-know basis. Like, how frustrating and annoying would it be if we knew like the whole script? If we sit down to a movie and we know the ending already, how boring would it be? Boring. It would not be. Can I also say that I'm the person that just goes and watches a movie without reading the description or watching the trailer like i just like going in because i'm gonna know in like the first you know 10 minutes if i like it or not and if i don't like it i'm gonna be out and that's the same with life like if i'm in a situation where i'm like ah shit sucks it's not for me i'm out like yeah yeah you got the decision and the power to do that exactly exactly so my question to you is and like self-love is such a um kind of like an overused word, I feel like, because there's... For sure, it's becoming very... <laughs> it's everybody's very hashtag-y. talking about it, but nobody knows what the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I had a... It was really cool. I had a conversation with one of my um, mentees yesterday, and she's just turned 19. She's a high... Like, she was my high school mentee, and we talked yesterday to catch up. And she's, like, talking about self-love. And I'm just like, wow, she's so, like... She's so... Um, 
self-reflective and self-aware, I was like, wow, this is really amazing. I was like, man, I wish I had been like that way at 19. I was not even close. Right. And I'm like, this is so cool that like, you know, she's been learning about this through like, you know, TikTok and all this stuff. But at the same time, the flip side to that is like, yeah, we have this like very superficial belief of what self-love is and self-care. And like I had even done an episode on like how self-care has become this like really big marketing ploy for for like companies and stuff. And it's just like, let's get back. Let's get back to like what self-love is. And there's like so many, just like the universe has a million different answers. Like everybody has their own unique perspective on like what self-love is. I always love to ask my guests, like, what is self-love to Vanessa Castillo? Um, okay, let's see. I think, to me, self-love, and definitely self-care is part of it, right? But Agreed. I think that self-love is, like, having your own back, like, like no matter what, right? It's, like, about treating yourself like your best friend. Like, you got best friends, right? You, you're, you're there for them. You're the shoulder to cry on that. You're whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's being your biggest cheerleader, right? So it means, like, you take breathers when you need it. You give yourself credit for, like, the big stuff, the small stuff, the in-between stuff. Like, give yourself more credit. Uh, it's uh, setting those boundaries that we were talking about that keeps your energy on point because we need to have our cup filled in order to actually pour and and self-care like whatever that looks like to people right because it does look different to different people and i feel like self-care um it could be it, it could be it could be any moment like it's those simple moments like it, there's a lot of ways to incorporate self-care into your life right but at the same token i think self-love is about embracing who we are like our diff- our quirks our strengths our unique our unique little stuff and like not letting this imposter syndrome and this fear like crash the party Ooh, like, yeah. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> for whoever can see um, <laughs> um so yeah i think it's like you know you just it's about believing in yourself your worth your values and like telling yourself the the affirmations like being there for yourself cheering yourself on and like chasing chasing whatever it is whatever those dreams are whatever that purpose is whatever that passion is with like with like a fire yeah with conviction yeah girl love it feeling it feeling it feeling it thank you (laughs) i love that and what is um what do you i mean what do you do if you don't mind sharing because i always like uh kind of finding out from people because there's so many tools and resources available and it's like the beauty and like finding things that work for you. Like it may not work for me. Like one of my biggest like things that I help my, like I love doing for myself. So I take it into sessions is breath work. Like I'm, we talked about breath like a little bit earlier Mm -hmm. about how we like shallow breathe. Like we just are shallow breathers like every single day. And so, yeah, like I'm all about like taking deep breaths and like breaths in and breaths out. Like regardless of having like anxiety attack or panic attack or everything exactly like, exactly coming back to like your breath is such a great way to and remind just playing, yourself playing with the different breath techniques because yes. i think it also strengthens like our lungs and like just like our overall th- health it does it does there's so much i've been taking breathwork classes and there's so much that now we know where the breath like breath work like it's a tri-active breath, like helps with regulating our nervous system and our vagus nerve, which runs from like the top of our head down our spine to be able to like get ourselves back into the um, parasympathetic, right? So then that's like, that is like the stage that you want to be in. The um, The sympathetic is like the stress, you know, the stress and like response, but the parasympathetic is this like more um, calming, you know, state. And that's the state that we desire to be in because this is like what I, I know to be true is that like being in those states, we can not only like navigate life more easily and more like effectively, but also like, I truly believe that is a way for us to maintain like our desired manifestations. Like, let's say that's why they say people that are like, you know, win the lotteries and stuff like that, they like, they're at the vibrational energy of, you know, getting that maybe in the moment, but then they blow it all because their nervous system isn't regulated to maintain all that money, right? So that's, um, anyways, backtrack a little bit. Like, 
It is science. It is science. So like um, for me, like breathwork has been really like helpful. And recently I've been helping some clients with like twerking and stuff, which has been really fun. Yes. So yes. that's like such a great way for releasing. So for you, Vanessa, like what are some like kind of go-to like tools, resources that you use for your own like... Go-to tools. Yeah. Okay. So I love that you said breathwork and twerking because those are definitely involved. Nice. However, what I do want to say before... Um, before I say the activities that I do, no matter the activity that I do, I'm always taking a conscious, <laughs> intentional, and purposeful, like, I'm going in there with intention and purpose and consciously doing this. And I'm knowing that, like, all right, this right, I'm doing this with this reason, right? So um, for me, my, my go-to things are breath work, meditation, yoga dancing movement of any kind uh being outdoors i love skating riding bike eh, eh, i love pulling out like little tarot cards even though like i don't exactly know what they mean but i feel like the messages <laughs> are it. there so then i get to read the little book and you know i get to know a little bit more about it yeah. journaling i've always loved writing and just i i still love actually physically writing so me too. journaling makes sense to me um but there's like different ways to journal too. Like there's, you know, you could do voice notes. Like there's ways to release things in a way. I think that what it what you have to do when you're finding this this stuff, these different things that you're gonna do for yourself, is what feels good to me, right? And how does it feel good to me? Like I like reading. I like reading books. Um, maybe people like listening to books. Maybe they like listening to podcasts. I like listening to motivational like YouTube. You know, these like oh those videos that are like you can do it. <laughs> like, nice. So, yeah, I think that, um again, different things, right? But it's finding what feels good to you and makes sense to you because what you do, even I'm here for the breath work and twerking, though. Hell yeah. <laughs> might, not, might not work for somebody else, you know? Right. So maybe they find a... Di but maybe it's not twerking for them. Maybe they just have to, like, just move like a tree or something, you know? So I think that mm -hmm. it's, like, finding different words for things because maybe you're saying twerking, but maybe it's just, like, as easy as somebody thinking, like, I just have to move my body. Okay, I don't have to twerk. I just have to move my body. Um, and again, that's where the whole mind, body, soul thing is. So I always try to tend to all three at some point in the day. Um, and sometimes twice in the day, morning and night. I have my morning rituals and my night rituals. And they kind of like look different. Um, but yeah. Love that. So many good tools and resources out there. And like, it's just like... I say it's just like putting on a new pair of shoes, finding out if it fits, like, you know, playing yeah. around with it and all the things. So And that sometimes is for amazing. people, it's a new hobby. Like maybe there's something that you've always been so curious about that like doing it finally is going to bring you that sense of like, ooh, and then you start feeling good. And then when you start feeling good, it all starts to align itself. And then like other opportunities come because you're like in this frequency of feeling good. Yes. <laughs> Amen to that, girl. Amen to that. Yeah. Feeling good is definitely such a great way to call in, like, you know, call in just the great vibrational energy. And I want to say that it's okay to not be okay. Of course. You know, I actually shared this the other day because I felt like it was important because I'm always sharing all the good stuff, all the happy stuff, all the great, woo, woo, we. And like, it's important for people to know, like, yo, if you're having a bad day, like, also cherish that, you know, be it's okay to be not be okay just don't be in it all day <laughs> get your, mm -hmm. you know do the things that you have to do to get out of it maybe it's twerking maybe it's the breath work maybe it's whatever the tools are but the tools are there so it's a matter of getting yourself out of the funk too yes exactly moving moving through honoring the funk and then saying all right funk it's moving done. on right yeah, yeah it's <laughs> fluid it's fluid and that's the thing about emotions as they are fluid right exactly. like they, they move in and out uh, around like that movie what's that movie with the emotions i love that movie it's like oh Pixar inside movie. out yeah i love that movie yeah me too <laughs> me too that was like they're like all right it's my turn like you know <laughs> yeah that movie was like therapy for me i love it yeah the movie's so good. great good yeah. movie really go watch good it, movie. everyone i'm gonna go watch that later <laughs> amazing um, so kind of going back to the rich girl mindset, thank you for answering those questions, by the way, rich girl mindset, Absolutely. you have like, uh, communities kind of all over the place and you are, um, you know, you would even mention like coming out to like California in expansion, mode in expansion right now, girl. Mode. that's yes. so exciting. That's so exciting. <laughs> so what do you have? We I are mean, in expansion mode. Amazing. So, what do you got okay, coming so up? We have, okay. 
overall, we have a community membership that's only $20 a month. And it connects you with people who are already members all over the place. But in that membership, there's like daily inspiration, daily affirmations, daily like little stuff. And then we have like monthly in-person and virtual events. So depending on like whether you're in our city or we're in yours, because you're right, we are planning a 2024 Rich Girl Mindset Tour. So we'll kind of be hitting up a few different spots. <clears throat> Won't say the spots yet because they're not solidified completely, okay. but we're there, right? We're, we're, we're making moves. <laughs> Amazing. Um, what I will say is that we are thinking Miami, Boston, Chicago, and San Diego. So you know what? Let's manifest it. Let's put the good vibes out there. Putting That's it out we'll there, be. girl. And then, um, so yeah, so we're always, and all of our events are always purpose-driven um, with some kind of intention of making shift happen, right? So shifting our minds to shift our lives and again, connecting that mind, body, soul, purpose. So whether it's like a body event, a mind event, a business event, different types of things, um, it's always like with an intention and purpose. And and it's always an experience if you come in, in person. It's like a curated experience. Love it. I love that. And people are really, uh, people are, because, you know, we're post, uh, post COVID and everything, people, I believe like during shutdown and when we were, you know, people realize how much community is important. People realize how important it is to con- make, have connection, yes, make connection. Yes. I mean, like I mentioned in this information age, it's just like, yeah, we can sit here and watch like TikTok videos and get like insight and stuff like that. But where like the real, like the real, real, real like shifts happen are exactly through community, through like um, connection with other human beings, because exactly. we are, we are a connection type of people, 100%. right? You know, uh, essences, we, we, we desire that we want to have that, even though like we have, there are people out there like, I don't like people or whatever. Yes, you do. No, like you need yeah, people. We need each other. We're built that way. <laughs> we are built that way. We need each yeah. other. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful when you can like find like-minded people and it's like a certain type of, uh, frequency and energy that everybody's kind of like either sought like after, or they're kind of already in there. So you can, if you're somebody who's like looking for it, you can put yourself in there and kind of be in that, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's beautiful. That's why I started the community because it started off, the Rich Girl Mindset started off as a talk show that didn't even have a name. Like I just wanted to in, in, in interview you, right? So I was just like, all right, we're here. We're interviewing Sarita. We don't even have a name yet, but we're doing the damn thing. I love it. And then, and then it grew. Like one day it just like dawned on me, like after a few conversations, I was like, man, what I'm seeing, the common thread between all these women is that they have this certain mindset. And then it made sense that it was a rich mindset because it was like, in order to get to here, you have to be like good in here. And it's like this yes. whole journey thing. So I was like, man, this makes sense. And then I wanted you to meet the other one that I interviewed and her to meet her. And I'm like, okay, I just got to make it a community then. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And connector. so now there's like, you know, there's perks of like being part of the community. And I just love connecting. Yeah, like that's part of my purpose for sure. Oh, I love that. And you would have never figured that out had you not gone through like all these steps, right? Like all these Precisely. like phases of your life. It's like constantly no, getting. No, I would have just stayed clarity. in that role of photographer. I would because as a photographer, like you're sometimes you're just like a little fly on the wall, and then that's what you just adapt to be. Right. You know? Like I remember that I went to this event not too long ago, and the person that I was with introduced me as a videographer because that's what I was doing at that moment. But for some reason, like, I don't know, like, I couldn't get my mind, like, that's it. I adopted the mindset of videographer and I just stayed in videographer mode. So unless, like, somebody came directly to me because they were, like, again, because you're a magnet and you do attract certain people and they want to know more about you, then that was the only time that they got to know more about me. But if nobody asked me anything, they just saw me as a videographer. So that's, like, you know, it, it can still happen, too. So to the point is, like, we're standing in this purpose or whatever, but damn, if somebody puts you in a corner, you might stand in the corner and just stay there, you know? Right. So it is a, it is like a, you got to like stand in your purpose, man, and just be in it. Because stand damn, in your purpose, not, get comfortable on with being uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, for real. Somebody was just talking about that the other day, about not getting uncomfortable. And I was like, huh, what an interesting, why wouldn't you want to get... Sh- Shake it up a little. 
Yeah. And I've, I've believe me these last probably two years with like my, my healing, my post post breakup coming home to self, uh, time has gotten me really uncomfortable and I would never take it back. Like it is, it is created, it's created this podcast. It's created more alignment in my business. It's created like more community here where I live in Ocean Beach in San Diego. Like it's created like more connection with people. Like it's, it's, I've had to do these things and I did it for me. And the intention was to do it just for me. And then it's so amazing how, like, so how outward I've become because of feeding my soul and getting in alignment and getting all the things. Ooh, that's so profound. Soul. Yes. Gosh. Give it all the nutrients. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for this amazing conversation. It's been super fun. The last thing I usually like asking is just like with all the things we've talked about, um, which is a lot and we've had so much fun is, um, just any like off the cuff, like any words of wisdom that you can provide our, a listener, the listeners when it comes to like, I don't know, maybe our purpose and self-love and like all the things like just from Vanessa's like perspective. To not, don't, don't be scared. Like fear is just, um, what is fear? It's, it stands for something actually. I saw the acronym and I was like, oh my God, how cool. Um, just, I don't know. I feel like I fear is, it's fake. Mm-hmm. It's fake. It's false. Oh, it's false. Something Evidence appearing, appearing real. real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think like that, that whole, like creating this alignment, finding things that actually strengthen your mind, body, and soul so that you can be more, um, conscious when you're like making decisions that are going to make ultimately make this life of yours happy or fulfilled. Right. Um, cause bro, it's like, it's a journey. It's a journey and we need to embrace the journey. And that's that. Need to embrace the journey. Love it. Yes, girl. Amen to that. Snap, snap. Amen to <laughs> and that. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. I love it. I love it too. I definitely am very excited for like your rich girl mindset in all the different cities yeah. that you're talking about. Come to the East or Over West here Coast. Trying to Yay. be like the Latina Oprah and shit, you know? So. I love it. I love it. I've been called that. I had a friend that called me that Latina Oprah. I love it. Because I'm like, <laughs> I love like asking questions and I love like podcasting and I love just and being like, like motivating. Motivating. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> having my own talk show connecting <laughs> connecting all the things so yes it. girl amen to Yay. that vanessa it's been Thank amazing you. having you it's been a pleasure you, i'm so excited that like this is gonna uh you know really impact like the listeners so Thank you. Gracias again. Yes. Thank you. Yes, it will. You are an amazing woman. Take care and thank you everybody for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, love. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you adored what you heard, it would mean the world to me if you took a moment to leave a review on the platform you are listening to this episode on. By doing this, you are helping my mission to impact other women with their healing journeys. If you aren't already following me on social media, make sure to connect with me at Sarita Wellness to get your weekly dose of inspiration. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, keep being the amazing you that you are.